0: This is the Corporate to Calm podcast. In 2017, I realized my personal life was completely at odds with my professional life. I am now on a journey to speak with entrepreneurs, community leaders and beyond to discover what motivated them to make the change, what motivated them to move from corporate to calm. Hey there, you are very welcome to today's episode of Corporate to Cam. I am speaking with Sarah Slattery from travelexpert.ie. Sarah is a freaking inspiration. She is amazing. She has developed a business from a website and an Instagram, and it is a viable business. It's an exciting business. She's just full of integrity, full of honesty, and There's absolutely no bullshit about this woman. She's brilliant. If you are looking for inspiration um, to start a business, if you are looking for inspiration to continue your business through hard times, such as at COVID, where she grew, if you are looking at how to overcome your fears and how to face your fears, getting in front of a camera, getting outside your comfort zone, this is the podcast for you. Sarah Slattery is, as I said, an inspiration, and I hope you enjoy her journey from corporate to Cam. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hello. I'm good. Good. Great to be here, Linda. Thanks a million for inviting me on. Oh, thanks a million for agreeing. I'm I'm very honoured. It's brilliant. Um, so we we'll listen. We we'll get straight into it. Um, so tell me a little bit about life before uh, the travelexpert.ie. So I was a travel agent
1: for uh, 24 years and um, I started, I actually started, would you believe when I was 18, I was supposed to go to college and I got a summer job in John Cassidy Travel well what was supposed to be a summer job when I was 17 or something sticking brochures and collecting tickets and all those kind of things for 50 pounds a week at the time and I absolutely loved it and uh, then I didn't go to college so needless to say that was a bit of a drama in the house to be fair my parents were actually grand about it I think back then it wasn't such a major deal if you didn't go to college that wouldn't yeah. be like now you know so I stayed there for about two years and kind of learned a lot and then I was doing a night course um. a uh, I suppose I still wanted to have a degree, you know, when you miss out in college, you want to have something. I did a night course on travel and tourism and I met John Bergen, who's the owner of Sky Tours at that. And he offered me a job and I went there and I stayed there for 20 odd years. So I kind of worked, it started a small business that they ended up at one stage with three shops and I was a director and... So it was a big job and I, you know, a lot of staff and but I, I loved it, worked with great people and really enjoyed the kind of sales buzz of it and all of that. Yeah. Um, but I suppose then you just get a bit older, you know, kids come along and also the recession was like really tough, you know. Yeah. Back then no one was traveling. And as well, the 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 online people started booking online. So you could kind of see in a sense that people are coming in, asking for your prices and then going home, booking it online. Right. It not really quite. I suppose I just got a bit burnt out from it. You know, you kind yeah, of I think yeah. you when you're selling and doing that and, and managing people and stuff, you know, you can do it for so long. And then eventually I, I saw it myself. I was getting ratty. I was getting snappy with clients. And, you know, you could just see it happening. So I kind of knew in my heart it was time to move on. And um, I kind of had an idea for the travel a travel website or a travel blog to kind of show people where to book, how to book online. I, I could see people still wanted the information, yeah. but they didn't know where to, what to do with it. They wanted to book themselves or browsing online, but they, didn't, they weren't sure if it was safe or what to do. And at the time, most of the travel blogs were like, holidaying on a shoestring or, you know, backpacking around Thailand. That was the kind of typical travel blog back then. There wasn't anybody doing kind of mainstream holidays or holidays that you go on yourself or that I can. Yeah so that's the kind of gap I spotted I didn't really know how I was going to monetize it but uh, that was where it, I suppose the idea came from and I set it up and I started writing articles and and then at the time it was still coming out of the recession my husband hadn't really worked he was a photographer he was self-employed and of course at this stage everybody was everybody had a, who had an iPhone was a photographer and uh, so he, you know they were kind of at that stage you know yeah yeah and then so the recession was kind of hurting him as well and and he was offered a job, so at that stage he was doing school runs and everything. And I kind of said, you know, this is really my chance. He needs to take a, a full time job anyway. And I knew I'd pick up something. I knew yeah. I didn't. I'd get part time, or I, I wasn't too worried that I knew my kind of big corporate job, I suppose, was going to be gone. But I knew I'd get. I'd pick up something if I had to. So I just kind of thought I'd never get a and more of an excuse to go again. I needed a push, and I suppose him, him. Um, getting an offer to job was a bit of a push and I just went for it and uh and in fairness I started off I'm probably I this is be typical of me now I don't shut up you probably want to
0: ask me no first. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I, I'll I'll jump in if I go for it go for it
1: <laughs> but, um, so I suppose I um I started off fairly slowly I did that I don't know if it's still going that kind of start your own business course or where it's pretty much the same yeah it's like 200 euros a week or something and I started that for six months and then Irish Travel Trade News at the time offered me a two 10 hours a week um, to kind of cover events and just write some travel deals for for them and stuff like that so that kind of helped a little bit as well Uh, but it was still like really like very small income you know well, what, from what you'd been used to yeah it was it was a big change but my husband was working and that was fine but literally six months in six months into his job and the company closed so all of a sudden there was the four of us with two kids and I had my little travel blog on what are we going to do so um I always say sometimes when your backs to the wall like that it's probably when you you push yourself and yeah. I wouldn't have been one. I'd never really ask for business. I don't really ask people to do things in general. I'm just yeah. not. I like to kind of do it myself, which is probably a bit of a problem when, when it comes to delegation and stuff. But, yeah, I don't tend to ask for help or, or or business. But I did, in fairness, then reach out to a lot of contacts I had in the industry. A lot of people are really good. They put small little ads on, on my website. I think there were like 200 euros a month or something at the time. But like I had three or four of them and I then I had the bit of money from Irish Travel Trade News and it started to kind of build up. And also when somebody saw one person doing a de- an ad, then someone else then might say, oh, that must be working. So they do an ad. And yeah. stuff like that. So um, it kind of started small and, um, and then it just kind of really took off, I suppose. I started doing a weekly travel deals post. One thing that I, I'd always say when people sa- said to me, when I was worried, I suppose at that stage, how am I going to make this work? How am I going to monetize it? What am I going to do? And I was at, or listening to one of those inspirational speakers. I think it might have actually been Una O'Hagan from Mars, but I'm not sure. The best thing, best advice I can give you is to do something that you're good at, yeah, and use what you're good at in your business. I said, I thought, well, I was always good at finding deals. Like, yeah. when I was work as a travel agent, I was always good at at um. The brochures would come in back then and you'd have to go through all the price lists and f- pick out the cheap prices and advertise them. And I was really good at finding them. Then I got to the stage there. I'd find the offers and send them down to all the sales team. And it was definitely one of, I suppose, my strengths. So I said, yeah. well, maybe I'll start a travel deals post. And in fairness, that was really good. So I I found offers with travel agents. I found offers to book direct. I found a kind of a mixture and I always it was always independent. It wasn't sponsored or anything. So I always gave the customer the best way to book. So whether that yeah. was with a travel agent or a direct or whatever. And I, I did that in the deals. And that that really, I suppose, was the the one big difference that kind of got, got me started. I mean, and now loads of people are doing deals online.
0: Yeah, you, know, yeah, you can. But I mean, the, the thing about, as you say, you went gave the right deal do you know what I mean it was yeah. it was it was the truth like you weren't going to get get paid by somebody to push a deal or anything like that it was always yeah. what, what you felt was right and even
1: now still my travel deals posts are independent still yeah. I do them every two weeks now yeah. now sorry I do have sponsored content and offers that I would put out Separately for other people, and I would obviously disclose if they're ads or whatever. But in my travel deals posts, they are always there. Offers I go through and I pick and I find them, um, and I and I link them within the within the post. And it it's it's still one of my most popular posts all the time. Yeah. And it's still, I'm sure the reason some people tune into me um, and yeah. get my newsletter or whatever, you know. And um, I, I don't do it as regularly as I used to, but um, it's still a big part of the website.
0: And um, how did you find that transition from? you know being a director of a company and you know working with a load of people and then all of a sudden that as you say your back's against the wall and you have to make this work did you find it lonely
1: oh god I really did I like I'm such a social person um I like I'm never on my own and I find it very hard to even relax like I don't even read, you know, if I read something to do at work and I, you know, I I was was always a bit of a workaholic. So, yeah, I did find it really weird. I remember at the time, actually, God, there's a a great guy in travel, uh, Peter O'Hanlon. I remember people used to, you know, we're being polite and they'd say, well, we must meet for coffee, you know, now that you're off. And like I was going, yeah, okay, well, next Tuesday. And like they were just being polite. I know they yeah. were. And I was like, okay. I remember sitting in the Western Hotel with this guy. And like, I'd say he was going, What am I even doing here? Like, I just basically, you know, it was a real case of get me out of the house, go, yeah. you know. And it was funny, you know, if there was a do on or a lunch on or event on, you'd be invited, to, I'd be there. Uh so I tended to try go to I went to a lot of things, but it was I I that was just I loved getting out, love meeting people, and uh, I suppose it's part of who I am. So um, I still do. I still do that. I still feel now I still go to um, functions and and, and things like that as much as I can, because I do like the buzz and and the chat, you know,
0: Um,
1: just to be that's.
0: And that's the thing when when we do kind of go out on our own. We've no kind of water cooler moments. We've no how was your weekend kind of thing. And the family are sick of listening to you talking
1: about it because I am, you know, it's all I bloody talk about, you know. but <laughs> they're sick of it, they're liking me talk of it. So it's either the kids or the business, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's 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 if you're out with other people, it's it's different, you know, it's it's um oh yeah, it's completely necessary, I believe,
0: anyway. And did you think about um you, you mentioned that there would have been other offers there and everything. Did you think about going back in when you when you left Sky Tours? Did you think about going back to a corporate position or I what did, was it?
1: I didn't. I never. And you see, I, I, as my mother always said, pride comes before a fall. I never forget it during the recession. And what you think about it? I'm like, no, I'm not going to fail. Okay? Like, it just isn't an option. Actually, yeah. I have to show you something. I picked I pick this up in, um, can you can I see that?
0: Yes. I you,
1: in in uh, in that, in that in, at the Kennedy Space Center, failure is not an option. Um, <laughs> I have it on my desk now. Um, But yeah, I know, like I couldn't, I couldn't go back with my tail between my legs and say it didn't work. I just couldn't. Yeah. There was no. Now I've worked literally. Like people think, oh, she's a nice little lifestyle, you know, blog there, sitting at home on the couch. And but I worked literally twelve-hour days. I worked nonstop. I was like really? this, that, and yeah. Oh, like uh, and I still do. I still yeah. work ridiculous amount of hours no one will believe me like if the amount of hours I put into it so I did a lot of that and um I would no problem doing something on the side but I would no and I, I I you know I was very happy in Skyters, I was comfortable there I couldn't imagine going back into some other business saying you know can I have my holidays this yeah week? and I just I I couldn't you know yeah. I just wasn't wouldn't wouldn't be able for that
0: you, you weren't going into another business
1: it, it was just what was never really on the cards yeah. in fact a lot of people thought there was some secret when I left in the industry everybody kept thinking I was going to do something else they all thought like it was it this was a pretend and I had this big job lined up and I was like no I don't actually this is what I'm doing I'm not <laughs> actually going anywhere else like they're looking at me like I was mad absolutely still mad but um, in fairness you know I had obviously looked into it and at the time, I remember being at a lunch and there's a company who have since gone bust, mind you, uh, low cost holidays. And um, I was talking to a guy there and he had said that affiliates in the UK were selling more than travel agents at the time. Wow. And, you know, and this was now 10 years ago, 12 years ago, maybe, and that the affiliate side at that stage it was really un- untapped like people didn't really know about it yeah um, and that there was a huge scope there as well so I kind of knew that if I wrote the right content and um, the affiliate side would work as well you know so it was just I I had I had the ideas in my head I knew I knew that it could be big if I yeah I put the right time and effort into it
0: and that's and that's the thing it's like you, you're talking about 12 hour days and everything like that but if you love it, like it, it doesn't, you know what I mean? It's not like you were upset doing those 12 hour days or anything. All right. There's a fear there. I really want this to work and everything like that. But I mean, you can see your passion for it. So it's, it's, it is work, but it's still a nice thing to do as well for you. Absolutely, like I
1: really do love it. I know it yeah. sounds kind of, you know, some of the times it's hard work, but then there's so, so many lovely like times. So and and I love being able to, I love being my own boss. I love being able to say, well, actually, I'm not working today, yeah. or you know, not doing this today, or not doing that, or like even when I, I know it might sound mad, but just even changing my newsletter to fortnightly, like it just made such a difference because. I was. I just felt it was week to week to write the content yeah. for the newsletter, and I yeah. was. I was getting like it was. Get, it was just too much, and when and I changed, people
0: don't I was, need to see it every week.
1: Oh. As my husband, would say to me like. They're not sitting there waiting for it to come yeah. in. I'm sure yeah. they'll survive another week without it. But I had this thing that I had to do it every week. And I was, doing, you know, when I was on holidays, I'd be doing it. And I had, to, you know, as if yeah. like consistency is key and all these kind of things that you learn about. But actually, when I changed it to, to fortnightly, made a huge difference. Um, and it just gave me a bit more time. So it is lovely to be able to. To design your own day and, yeah. and to if you want to really work hard work hard if you want to have a quiet day have a quiet day so yeah. that's great um, and
0: I suppose now I'm it's eight years you know so it's mad and I love that design your own day because I mean the thing about it is I'm, I'm going to move on to your social media now and a huge congratulations like yesterday you hit 40,000 followers on Instagram which is just amazing like you know I mean and have true content to, to make Instagram work. And you, you've done that. Your account is just beautiful, yeah, but it's informative at the same time.
1: Oh, thanks, Amelia. No, I have to say it took so long to get to 10,000, but then it seemed to grow really quickly. Yeah. And I grew a lot during COVID as well. Um, but the last over the last I, I, I I've gone from 30 to 40 in a couple of months, like it's That's really amazing weird how, how sometimes like I don't even know how I got to 40 all of a sudden in the last week 2000 I know I got a, a great shout out from um Ellen from waxparts but but it just seemed to sometimes you know you, you're wondering where they're coming from yeah like, I it's sometimes it just really happens and then other weeks could be really slow it might be nothing yeah. happened it's a funny old place Instagram and I see now there's they want you to do reels and like I don't generally go with what the you know what the, the I I just put up what I what I like and I yeah. the one thing I do like to do is I like to keep my grid my feed nice my grid yeah. nice I think that's important and um, I think that's important for followers as well.
0: well that's your uh, shop I window, I suppose, isn't it? Like I that. think
1: so. Yeah. yeah, I think you know you might see a nice post come up um on, on on something and then you click it to see will you follow them then if you look in their grid and it's all messy and not nice you don't tend to follow them yeah so i i, so I, I kind of like to keep that a uh, bit precious about it, actually that's <laughs> I well like i mean that's that's that has
0: worked for you that yeah. has worked for you and we were we were talking before we came on and um i was saying to to you that um my husband follows nobody on Instagram and he follows you and that's that's huge like that's a huge compliment and he signed up to your newsletter so like it's your content is as I say it's informative and it's it's so pretty as well like your your stuff on Cinque Terre a couple of weeks ago oh my god like
1: easy to make that place look pretty and very
0: amazing where did you like get the inspiration for uh, first of all we're talking let's talk about the the shop window and do you have a, a secret sauce for that or is it just you think that it looks nice and and you're going from like your days as a travel agent and that
1: no i don't everything is on my phone uh, yeah. all my photos are from my iphone uh, and in fact it's two years old i'm gonna get the new one now and it comes out I'm a bit excited about oh, that.
0: sure we would be we'd fabulous Need more sick fabulous not
1: me now photos <laughs> Um, but no, it's all uh, my husband was a photographer and at the very beginning, he helped me with, with um, he used to to take some photos, but his cameras are, you know, yourself, they're so old now, the iPhones are better. Yeah. So every and by the time if you took it on a professional camera, by the time you get it and post it as, it's gone so I just I kind of given up on the whole camera thing and I just yeah. do everything on my phone now and it's easier and and it's just yeah it's it, it's just handy for me and I just I mean I I don't use any of those Lightrooms or any of those apps or anything I do use the filters on Instagram but that's really pretty much all I do um
0: you could give lessons in that Sarah oh my god well, you're filled like seriously get onto the travel expert on Instagram because they're beautiful i'm I'm like how did she do that that is I take probably 20 for every night
1: so my poor daughter is plagued every time i go away she's actually so patient she's only 11 but god she's brilliant she'd be getting down in her hunkers and getting the right angles and she's unbelievable like she's great so she's my new little secret weapon
0: i love it i love it in covid yeah you said that um things grew in COVID, what were people looking for? Was it just basically an escape or what what did you find that people were looking for in COVID and how did it help um, your business grow? Not just the Instagram, obviously, the the website and everything.
1: Yeah, well, it it was weird because obviously the panic set in um, and I literally had at that stage, I'd probably four or five different clients every month that um, paid me to write content for them. Mm. Uh, on my site but still you know advertise stuff for them Uh, and there were regular contracts that I had every month and literally March came and they all just pulled the plug and that was the end of them Uh, so I literally I have another uh, revenue stream whereby the sort of typical type Google ads that are on websites so you'll see if you're on my website ads popping up all the time might annoy you but that's how I make my
0: money yeah well Um, you have to make money
1: yeah so um I had that, but that was all I had then because all my clients were gone, and all the affiliate income that you thought you had. The affiliate income sounds great, and you see the bookings coming in, and you're thinking, up, "Oh, great, that's another one." But you only get paid when people travel, yeah. so you may think you, you have money coming, but if it's all cancelled, you get nothing. And um, so that that was all gone as well. So um, yeah, I mean, I I going back to my failure is not an option thing. Like I I. Just knew I had to do something, so I sort of said, "Well, I better concentrate on the ad revenue. At least I know if I have views to the website, um, I'll still get something." And I was yep. getting the government pop or whatever, whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah, that thing as well. So I said, "Well, look, that the two together will have to will have to be enough." And um, and to be fair, I think you could earn four hundred euros a month or whatever you could earn. I can't remember what it was, and then still get that. So. um I started writing kind of things that I thought people would want to read, like uh, holidays in Ireland um, about uh, about how to help people get refunds on flights, cancellations, what to do, passenger locator forms for traveling during COVID, all that kind of stuff. So more sort of travel tips and advice start yeah. kind of thing. Um, and, you know with the exception of one or two, a lot of the Irish stuff did very well and they're still on the website, which is great. So a lot of the time and effort I put into writing posts on pet friendly hotels in Ireland or hotels in Ireland with lodges on site and things like that, they're still there. Yes. So, and they're still generating uh, traffic, which is brilliant. So it wasn't like it was a waste of time anyway. Yeah. Uh, and some posted really well, like how to get a refund from Ryanair was, tra- was number one, was actually on top of Ryanair, when you Googled how to get a refund in Ryanair, uh, which was insane. So I would've got a lot of traffic from that. But I sp- think the most important thing was that most of the other travel websites, all the newspapers stopped doing any travel coverage, Right. All the, uh, Sunday papers. It was like they everyone had just closed down. Um, and in fairness, people weren't traveling, so I get it. But I think because I was so visible and I just kept going and kept putting out my newsletters and, um, you know, uh, talking about as I said tips and different things and a lot of Irish stuff switch a lot of content to Ireland Um it, it worked and I it, yeah. it made me visible and it kept people following me and my following actually grew during COVID I'm pretty sure I had 10,000 going to Donegal during COVID and now I'm 40 so like it really that was on Instagram sorry but it definitely yeah. grew and um, I think partly because I kept working but also partly because everyone else stopped So, um, I think, you know, they, they were happy to get their pup or whatever it was like, I ended up coming off the pup payment early in September and because business came back, which was brilliant. So I was really actually
0: proud of that. That was kind of. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, for any, like whether you're a travel writer or a blogger or a fashion or whatever, what would you say? Like for social media tips, I suppose, what would you do consistently? To make sure that you know d- d- do you have a strategy is, is the question
1: i don't have a set strategy other than i said i like having my on instagram i like have my grid nice and um, sometimes it's really hard to call it on facebook uh sometimes you put up content and it's really engaging and yeah. then other times nothing happens and you're kind of nearly looking at, at the time of day it, it makes a difference you know uh, the sunday i always find is the best but I think it's important not to just do the hard sell all the time you need to put up other content like whether it's sharing other people's content funny stories whatever once it's within your your theme yeah as well like you know try and stick to what your niche is or your theme is I think when you start going off into talking about other things that you're not an expert or not seen as an expert on it kind of loses you know and you know I also think as well like you know I think you need to be a bit informative and um, you also need to be, obviously honesty is the most important thing. Sorry yeah. if I say that already. Honesty is the most important thing because you can't send somebody. Well, for me, you can't expect someone to spend a fortune on a holiday and you say it's good and it's not good or, you know, like yeah. it's, 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 you, you just can't do that. And um, so honesty is the most important, but it also, you have to be put things into perspective because and be quite informative because I might go off and rave and rave and rave about a dare manner or something. Right. Um, but it could be a thousand euros a night or I might yeah. spend a thousand euros to stay there. And I might rave about a four star hotel in the Midlands or something. That's very basic, but it's amazing value because it was hundred euros a night and they the yes. food or whatever. So it's important that you explain like why it's good, you know, yeah. as opposed to just going, oh, this is fabulous. It's amazing because people can pick up the wrong idea then and go, oh, she loved that. And she loved the Manor. or it must be the same as the Manor." Manor yeah. it's not, you know, yeah. so it's important to kind of be be transparent, but also put things into perspective and explain, you know, well, that is good because of X. I mean, this this there's, there's places in New York and there's a particular place. I won't name it. But it would be my idea of absolute hell of a holiday um, an all inclusive resort, this particular one. I'm not. Um, but the people love it, absolutely yeah. love it. It'll go back year after year. Yeah, one of you saw Rory's stories there of that. Oh, very, Jesus. Very famous uh, property in Italy that people pay a fortune to go to now that to pay that kind
0: of money and that's, i i that's was like fun. i honestly was thinking has he paid people to be in? that was it that was real oh no that's totally real and i listen the amount of messages from people who i got
1: afterwards to say they were there and they do it as well and then they go back and i'm going i, I don't get it but this is what this is what i mean by you have to kind of realize that not everybody's like you yes you yes, know yeah, so yeah. We have to sort of explain. so at least if you explain well you know this place is great if you like xyz yeah if, if you don't like like my kids I love them to go to kids clubs but they never went but you know I wish they did but loads of people will only go to a place because of kids clubs. so yeah it's important that I get on and say well the kids clubs are great and even though mine haven't gone but explain um, and I think that's probably I think that's probably where my sales background came I have the sales background that other stuff because I know what what people other people like and more yeah. what they want to hear about, yeah. So it's not
0: necessarily just my my kind of thing, and and, and that's and that's I suppose that's the difference between making money and not making money. It's it's like a blog can be very personal, and then that's it's not about your client, then because essentially. You know, you have a perspective of 40,000 clients on your Instagram, albeit some of them are there just to look at the pretty pictures. But, you know, it's, it's not about, oh, this was my favorite holiday or that, you know, what I mean, people want to hear your advice, but they also want to know, you know, your experience from, from a sales perspective as well
1: yeah absolutely because it depends on the holiday i mean we were in a place in orlando this year and it was i'd say i think it was probably only a three-star uh, in universal and and it was huge it's the biggest hotel i've ever stayed in my life and not the kind of place i would normally go but yeah it was absolutely perfect yeah. we got in, we early access to the parks it was so cheap it was as cheap as staying in a, a four-star and international drive and you had all the benefits so wow. like you know but it wouldn't be your typical standard I wouldn't be some I wouldn't be raving about the hotel as such. But when you're on a holiday like Orlando, it's not about the hotel. It's about yeah. the most important thing is getting to the parks. And so sometimes I think, again, like that, it's putting things in perspective. It's saying why, why this is the place or why I think it's 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 the right place. And again, bearing in mind that there's loads of people who don't mind getting up at seven
0: o'clock and racing to get some beds. I would just think it's pure hell. Like but that. then again. I know. like even this year. Um, it there wasn't there wasn't a race, but like they pulled it open till ten, and by nine I was like, "Are the tails on the bed?" And we only did that about four days because we would get out and go to the beach. And but yeah. like that's I have anxiety thinking yeah. about tails on beds. Well, the last thing you
1: want to do is set your alarm to get up and like not have a you know. I just like. No, I, I'm like, it's different if it's if it's a, if it's but if you're going on a sun holiday, like you're going on a holiday to sit at. That's primarily like quite a lot of the big part of the holiday is to go to the pool and sit by the pool. Yeah.
0: But you need to make sure you have a sunbed. I kept saying um, to, to my husband, I was like, they could definitely have more beds here because people were coming down at 11 o'clock and there was no beds left. And I was like. Like, first of all, why did you let that happen? And second of all, but there was huge space now that it wasn't overcrowded and it was lovely to sit by the pool. But like, you would be annoyed if you were paying to be somewhere and you can't get a place by the pool.
1: Absolutely. And that's a really important part of it. I I think the price is a huge factor. If you Mm. get a cheap deal last minute, you get a bargain break. It's a totally different experience or yeah. you don't you don't mind those kind of things. But if you for if you've spent a huge amount of money saved, was planned, it, then it's so, so different. And that's going back to the kind of the difference in hotels and what you pay and what it's all perspective. And it all depends on the actual. Um, I love it, it, a cheap bargain break myself. Great. absolutely. Yeah. And city breaks when you're out all day, doesn't matter. So yeah. it, it all it's all relative to the holiday experience.
0: And, and it's so funny what you'll accept when you're a couple and what you'll, you'll accept when you have kids then it's completely different yeah. as well and that's what you've tapped into yeah. nicely as well is that yeah. that you know a family holiday is completely different to your couple's holiday as well you know but, and I mean more than likely if you're a couple you won't be at those places <laughs> Racing for beds um, we talked about delegation earlier on and um we'll, we briefly talked about um you liking to do everything is there anything that you delegate in the business that you get rid of after
1: i'm actually really bad i'm i'm <laughs> bad. i have to say i wish someone now i ha- i would love somebody to come in like a kind of a, a paid intern or something i'm kind of on the hunt for somebody like that at the moment maybe to do tiktok because uh, i know oh, i have jesus to, tiktok you know i can't bear with even thought of it now it's just like i just don't have time but i know i have to do it so yeah, I have I'm on the hunt for somebody Those I do have a few people freelance people who write for me um which is great. But then I end up editing half the things and you know spending hours getting the photos and all the, all your all that that I shouldn't do but I do. And um I suppose I'm very visible and I'm the face behind it. So yeah. I think that's well in one way it's a good thing but in another way it's a bad thing because I think if if you have something on your website people think that you've endorsed it and yeah. You know so I do. I kind of find it hard to let go of the reins of it. You know, if somebody was writing for me and they loved a particular place that I didn't like, I'd be I'd find it hard to kind of not, say, you know, to say to put it on to include it, yeah. You know, but
0: and that's that's, that's and, important though. I mean, yeah. that's I mean, like if if you if you know your somebody may not have a good experience at a place or you know, it's it's it goes against your integrity, and that's that's oh, important. yeah,
1: no, absolutely. But I mean, if they particularly like a place and I don't particularly you know if they think it's great or they had a good experience and I didn't sometimes I kind of need to let go a little bit and I think if you you know I I would say in the article this is a guest post written by xy or whatever but a lot of people don't read the blurb at the top you know they just read they scroll down and they read the the top 10 or whatever so I might could get an email from someone to say thanks so much for your recommendation on x and I'd be going what hotel is that now yeah yeah (laughs) no like so it it can be I, I find i I, I I I'm a bit of a control freak I didn't yeah. think I was but I am a little bit so I do tend to micromanage a bit too much I wish I could let that part of it go yeah um, a bit but unfortunately well
0: that's I mean that's the thing when you're when you're in business by yourself and you're the face of it and you know it's it is it is hard to let go it is hard yeah. and I mean the, the the best thing we can do is ask for help and that's the thing if any interns any VAs if you have any ideas for TikTok <laughs> <laughs> no, I would love that. I really would
1: love that. Because in fairness, I write ninety nine percent of it all myself. There's yeah. only a very few um, that that I don't. But I would like. I'd like. I'd like to change that. I'd like yeah. to have more people doing the content yeah. if I could. Um. But again, it's just. And then some of the really good journalists. Oh my god, like they're brilliant and I really respect them. But they kind of they don't write the same way. You know, they might yeah. might be more. I suppose mine is more, as my mother said, functional one time. I wasn't sure whether I found that as a compliment or not. But um, she said, I'm a very functional writer. It's like, all right. Um, but, you know, just get to the point And, yeah. you know, so some trying to find that kind of style sometimes is hard as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, no need for the fluffiness around it. You want, yeah, the grit of it all. Yeah. Um, what do you, I mean, we've talked about this at the start and 12 hour days and everything like that. What do you do now for you to be, that bit more efficient you know to, is there anything that you will say no to is there anything that you have asked for help um is there anything that you've done to give you back a bit of time I suppose I say no
1: a lot of the time now I'm getting okay. so good at that I'm actually yeah. so proud of myself for saying no Brilliant. Now. I actually find it quite liberating now when I say no you know um and I've got, I think that comes with age maybe you just get a bit better yeah. at that. um but no I don't tend to switch off much unfortunately um and I wish I wish I could a bit a little bit more. Um I suppose sometimes you get you know, going on some of the nice trips and things like that. You know, you, you, they are and some of the times are really really hard work. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of the time like that cruise I was on recently was fabulous. A lot of social media I was doing. But other than that, you know, it was a fabulous trip. Like it just looked amazing. They don't always come like that. You know, yeah. you could be running from one place to the other in half an hour and quick, quick go. And some of the press trips, you don't have time for a shower. You're literally yeah. going from the minute you land till that time. So it it varies, it really, really does. But I suppose I'm kind of getting better at choosing the right trips now and choosing, right. you know, things like that. That um And the places that I'd like, I'd have no interest in going somewhere that I know I wouldn't be mad about because yeah. I'd have to say I didn't like it. And, you know, i just
0: go is there um like you know people look at your trips and everything like that I mean do they realize that you pay for your trips too do you know what I mean do you ever have oh you sure you have great life you're getting all these free trips or anything like that do you know what I mean it's yeah. <laughs> It, it
1: depends. Um, in fairness, sometimes we do get free trips. Okay? Yeah, well, I know in Carlsom is free because I feel if you've been trying writing an article and doing your, your uh, marketing and social media and everything for it. I don't feel you're it. working
0: for it. You're doing the yeah, labour exactly. for it, uh, Yeah.
1: But I know in some people's minds they're free, all right. But um, but uh, yeah, a lot of the time we, you know, Florida paid for all the flights, paid for um, some of the accommodation, paid for full price for the cruise. So you know, like. Uh, it depends um Sani cost me an absolute fortune most expensive holiday ever went on um but then you'd have other trips where you know you wouldn't pay for so it's kind of swings and roundabouts and sometimes sometimes it's nice to it's nice to to pay in a sense that you know, you don't feel you. I'll still do the social media coverage, yeah. and I'll still do it anyway, but you don't feel obliged to. Like, I remember when we got the tickets, uh, I got tickets from Disney to go when we were in Orlando. Yeah, and kids were absolutely exhausted. Now, I mean, falling like with exhaustion. And they were like, Do we really need to go to Epcot? Now, as it turned out, Epcot was brilliant, but I'd say if, if I hadn't got those free tips, we wouldn't have gone. I would have said, all right, let, let's right. go back to the hotel. Yeah. But I felt obliged to go because I've been given to yeah. Each in one sense, but other times your holidays on your own, you know, because you feel, you no, know, we have to go there, we have to there, we have to you, you know. And I like, we, we, um, uh, my kids are 11 and and 14 so like we didn't need to go
0: and see the baby sections in the parks but I felt yeah. I needed to go around and show the baby sections as well do you know yeah, that sort yeah. of thing my... it's kind of oh. it's your it's, it's your job I suppose more yeah. more than anything else like exactly. um you mentioned um sunny there and um it being one of the most expensive holidays <laughs> you've ever been on but it was amazing though
1: Oh yeah, it's also one of the best now. Well, definitely the best from a a beach kind of holiday perspective. Uh, The luxury is like it's like nothing nowhere else really. Well, that I've experienced in Europe anyway. Um, It really is. It's one of those if you if you if money is no is money is no object, or you have a special occasion. I had a big birthday this year, and I was there on a press trip three years ago. And for two nights, and I just fell in love with it. Yeah. And yeah, I said I have to go back and bring the kids. I'd really wanted to go, and and we did this year. And it was like if I could afford it, I'd go every year. But it do not going to happen. But it was absolutely amazing. And um, and in fairness, sometimes things like that, although you might pay up front for um uh, holiday you know I'll get work from it Um, I already got a job when I came back from it so you
0: know you you kind of need to and and that's what's nice about it it's like that it's an investment in your future nearly I know that sounds really weird I'm going to a fabulous place but it is it is an investment like that's the excuse I tell my husband all the time when I'm spending money
1: I love it love
0: it what um I suppose from a consistency. I mean, we we talk about consistency, and we talk about um, the fact that you've you know you've you so many hits on your website, you've so many followers now, and engaged followers as well, not just people kind of there for the there for the the ride of it all. What have you done consistently for the business since you started? Would you say what has been something that has just you think has has driven you forward?
1: Um, Well, I suppose, well, I'm always writing, but I suppose the newsletter has helped in that front because it's, I suppose it's, it's it's all about structure, isn't it? You know, um, putting some sort of, especially in a business like this, when you're on your own, it's kind of a lifestyle um, and, you, you know, you can work one day and not work another day. Where you have Um my newsletter that that would now goes every fortnight and at the time it went every week, it meant I had to have content for that to go out. Yeah. So it meant I had if I didn't work for two days, oh God. Like I I remember I used to send it every Tuesday and I remember times where I just Wednesday, Thursday, Friday like do very little. And then I would literally work all day Saturday, all day Sunday, all day Monday, nonstop uh, to get it out. So it depends. Or I would have timed trips around it to get back. But it it just meant that you were always doing content. You were always doing something. So sometimes having a thing like that, it is actually was actually a good thing. And I still think it's a good thing uh, because it kind of makes you work. It makes you do it, especially if you don't necessarily have to
0: when you do work for yourself and everything it's not having to do do it you know and I mean who's going to care if the newsletter doesn't go out but it does give you that does give you that consistency and that habit as well Um, what about for for you what what daily habits do you have like what do you do for you and for the business every day that sets you up
1: I don't think I, ha- I don't have anything every day that I do. I mean, I get up in the morning and I first thing I do is I check all the uh, I check all my emails and my stats and see what came in overnight and stuff like that, booking wise and stuff. Um, But I go for a run maybe three times a week. Yeah. That's probably the only thing I do. But like not even great since COVID. Actually, since I had COVID, I'm not half as don't seem to have the same uh, energy that I had. But I'd still make a point of doing that, uh, just getting out. But And I usually would go, I'd usually try and meet, get out once or twice a week, meet people or go to a, a do or something like yeah. that. Um, but there isn't anything specific, I'd say, that I, I do on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, very kind of, um, maybe I probably do, could put a bit more structure on it, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, have you yeah. any other um, projects in the pipeline?
1: Uh, I'm trying to do this product that has been going on since before COVID. That I don't really know if I should say. I know. No, don't
0: say it. Don't say it. Yes, I know. Uh, yeah. when it
1: comes to things like that. I tell yeah. people too much, and then you know. Yeah, I've been trying to get this thing off the ground for a couple of years now, and it's just falling apart. So I'm actually back to square one again. So it'll probably be another year before it happens. Um, yeah. So yeah, wait and see if does that happen. But I'm also really interested in in expanding. Yeah, Uh, business in that sense I kind of wasn't for a while um but I I I think COVID uh, last year I saw things coming you know things improving after COVID but this year has been absolutely phenomenal like it's really growing and I can see there's such huge potential there so I'm kind of I've sort of gotten a bit of my got my mojo back now a bit to, to expand bigger so I am sort of looking for um I am sort of looking to get somebody else maybe on board and do a little bit yeah. more and expand. You know, I think I'm probably lacking that kind of corporate. Uh, I know the whole idea is corporate to camp and here I'm now look, going back to corporate, but no, I'm kind of lacking a bit of that. I think, I think as well because I'm on Instagram and I've, you know, uh, a lot of social media and, you know, sometimes maybe I'm not seen as seriously by like maybe some of the airline bosses or the hotel, bar, you know, things like that. I probably need yeah. to, to, change that profile a little bit more so sort of going to try and expand from that side
0: yeah yeah um but i mean yeah i i think sometimes as well we have that in you probably are viewed very well by those people do you know that way um and we have it in our heads <laughs> for not maybe that's it yeah i think some people don't know about you know some i'm on so many
1: radars and then there'd be something on and and then people go who they don't know who you who you are you know so it's funny you think one minute you think you're yeah it it, you know you'd be well known and then another time um you know oh oh that one who used to be the travel agent do you know like you get a bit of that do you know (laughs) that's a travel agent one you know so like yeah
0: so and again I know and it's like it's like nearly said like do you know what I mean it's like nearly said wait! I, I just heard and you're like no yeah. hang on <laughs> I wasn't just a travel agent I was a director I'm yeah. a really successful company and now I've created my own successful company thanks very much like <laughs>
1: it's it's funny how it it, but some people are very corporate like are really good at creating the brand and making it you know either put out these press releases of like you know as if it's like the, the next Rupert Murdoch or something and there's these massive like I've never done I've always been yeah. kind of I suppose, very low key about the whole thing, yeah. which suited me. You know, yeah. I don't really if it's no one else's business, I, if I'm making enough money for myself, that's fine. I don't need to yeah. share it on the rooftops. But I suppose if you are looking to expand a bit more, then maybe you do need that little bit of, yeah. you know, a little bit of that structure. kind of I, I
0: think we all could do a little bit of structure, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. more than anything yeah. else. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Like, and it is. But then it is nice to have that ability to go. Yeah, I will meet you for a coffee on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, yeah absolutely no it's that that's that's the balance and I suppose that's people at different uh, stages of life as well is there anything that um not a lot of people know about you have you any dark closeted secrets
1: (laughs) uh I don't think I have any major dark closeted secrets one thing just I suppose to for people who think I'm so comfortable with tv and radio and everything else and um, like i really wasn't you know yeah. um i it, you know i was very nervous about it i go back to my wedding day where i lived um i don't know if you know mount argus church there um it's between kind of harold's cross and tower and you near yeah. England, and it has this massive aisle that like just goes on forever it's a huge church and that was my parish church. And when I was getting married, I didn't want to get married there because I thought the aisle was too big and people would be looking at me walking up the aisle. Like I hated being this. I got engaged in the March, and we got married in the August. I I didn't I didn't want like I didn't want a big. Ended up having a big wedding, but I didn't at the time want a big wedding. We got a cancellation, and I had one in the end. But I was really didn't want to be the center of attention. Yeah. this at the time we tried to have a party, but at the t- you couldn't get a bar extension unless you serve food, and it was all a big thing. But basically, what I'm trying to say was. I hated all that didn't want anybody looking at me didn't want to be you know so it's funny when if you have when you you can change like I yeah. you, you know it is possible you just have to try and not people don't really care what you look yeah. like they really aren't they yeah. are not really like you know and if any of those kind of trolly ones are looking at you in that way who cares because yeah. they're that's the kind of people they are anyway yeah so uh, you know you really have to sort of um you know you can step in front of the camera and you can get into it and I do think if it's your own business it's important that you that you show your face particularly if you're trying to build that kind of trust with with followers and with readers or with with your clients so I do think it is important and with more and more people getting um out there in front of camera I think it's it's something that you kind of have to do but just really I suppose to say that I was that person who was terrified and never did it before I never wanted to do it and then you know you just um yeah you just you just and can you see collapse. a big
0: change in yourself like if you looked at your first story versus your stories now oh, like I don't
1: even I didn't think about it no <laughs> I remember I did a speech thing the first thing I ever did a kind of a um a paid job um for a, a travel company and I was standing on the podium and the thing collapsed the actual podium thing collapsed into- I'll never forget it I actually never forget it but no I um yeah, no, I mean, I was terrified. I forced myself. I used to, and I used to say to my kids every day step outside your comfort zone. Life begins your comfort zone. Yeah. You know, the things I've done since I started the business, like going on zip lines and roller coasters, I would never have done yeah. any of that. I got forced into doing things because I felt I had to work. And it's actually the best, best thing that ever happened Brilliant. because. You know you do things you never would have done and you just think god life's too short and i should have done this years ago and i know
0: i know it's not i mean if we could just yeah. tell our yeah. ourselves in our 20s yeah what to do i mean it would be just but anyway listen what do they say youth is wasted on the young yeah. <laughs> um what is i i, I just I, I actually um I, w- I was thinking about this while we're chatting what is the best holiday that you've ever been on? What's what what is your ideal?
1: Um, I loved I, it depends, like from a, a relaxing week beach, definitely sunny without a doubt. Yeah. But I like generally that isn't my normal style of holiday. In fact, I'd say that's the first time I've ever not left. A, I, I've never sat in the one place for a week and not left the resort it's yeah the first time I've ever done that I always get out and about I have to see places and uh, I kind of like road trips I love South Africa for that reason I love I think as an all-around holiday destination South Africa is kind of hard to beat because you've got the fab city you've got the safaris you've got the beaches you've got the wildlife you have everything yeah um, as a sort of a once-off experience I'd probably say tanzania when we did safaris in tanzania Amazing. and orangoro crater i'd say that was probably a standout experience um and and then of course you go to zanzibar after that as well but i still yeah. think overall um i loved california the road trip in california so i like moving around doing yeah. things but i think as a destination south africa is kind of hard to beat i think right. um but yeah loads of different things like, different things for different reasons I like yeah. work I like you
0: know I like different yeah, things I know I understand I understand yeah. but yeah there are some good That's tips and <laughs> um, <laughs> a corporate to camp or about taking a risk to create your own happiness what would you say to somebody who's kind of thinking about getting in front of the camera or thinking about starting their own website what would you say to them
1: I love the name by the way corporate to camp I actually just love it uh, and a fair play to you Lind. I think it's a really really good idea and I think oh thank more you Sarah week, well, I think more and more people um want want that. You know, I think you can just see with COVID. You know, nobody wants to work five days a week anymore. Yeah. Nobody wants to uh, trek in into town. They want to work from home. They want that balance. They want flexibility. So it's it's more and more um, you know, whether whether we 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 had planned it in our heads or not, yeah. it's just evolving and it's the way life is going. I think, uh, regardless of anything else, but I would definitely say, you know. Just it's it's that fear. It's getting over your fears. It's facing your yeah. fears. Whatever you need to do to get outside that comfort zone, because it's like it's it's. I know it sounds like such a cliche now, but it really is like there's there's nothing. I always compare it to like stepping off that ledge when you're on those horrible wobbly bridges that can't bear them on the treetop things, or just that initial step off the fear of it, or or paragliding or anything like that. Yeah. Once you're up there and you're gliding around, it's like. It's amazing. Or yeah. if you're on the zip line, you're getting that's the best part. You know, yeah. when you get. Yeah, it's the bit before that is always the hardest bit. Yeah. Um, and, and, but actually, once you do it, you'll just feel so um, much happier. Uh, but you also just you just need to really, really, the mo- I think for me, stop. Get Just try and build up that confidence and stop caring what people think, because yeah. I cared what people think for way too long. I got so embarrassed and, you know, I wouldn't put up that picture if it had or, you know totally ridiculous you know now I, know. I still don't get me wrong still take about 20 photos for <laughs> you know? that's uh, from
0: business perspective yeah. now that's from your but, business perspective yeah, now no, I
1: still do if I have the nicer one I'd put it up i am not one for I n- still don't get that whole thing about let's show all your bits and your bad bits to make it look real like like no yep. I'm sorry you know, that wouldn't be yeah, me yeah, yeah. And, yeah
0: give me an airbrush <laughs> thanks very much It is
1: there's a nicer <laughs> picture put up the nicer picture but I think <laughs> as long as you're authentic and um yeah uh, and honest, and just get over that 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 fear of uh, of worrying what people think. Yeah. It'll, so you know, I'm I'm just I'm kind of really proud as well that I've that I have a bit of a legacy, that I have a bit of a business left yeah. there for kids. And do you know that kind of way yeah, as well? There's yeah. a bit
0: of that in it that I do and it's and about. it's not that it, it's not fluffy. It's it's real, like as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's great. It is brilliant. Yeah. No. Um, and to- every episode, Sarah, we do an either or section. So I have a couple of either ors for you. Oh, right, okay. um, <laughs> tea or coffee tea oh look um a cruise or a hotel
1: oh it depends i suppose i'd probably say cruise but depends on the hotel (laughs) and depends on the cruise
0: (laughs) slopes or the sun slopes uh website or social media for my business website uh bubbles or a cocktail sorry which bubbles or a cocktail Oh, cocktail, uh, hire a car or getting picked up at the airport.
1: Getting picked up at the airport
0: Um, self catering or all inclusive. Self catering uh, beach day or a pool day. Beach. Thank you very much. Definitely. Brilliant. Is there anything else that you'd like to share?
1: I don't think so. Now, in fairness, I think we had a great uh, chat there and uh, covered loads we're um, looking forward to seeing it now as well oh, thanks very Thank much i
0: know it's so great to have you on and um, where can people find you actually what's what's the website what's the handle uh, well, on the
1: website is called the and um that's what i want you all to read all the articles because uh that's the that's the most important thing uh, for me and then on social media i suppose is where i showcase all that and showcase my travels and travel tips and everything so you'll catch me on instagram at at travel underscore uh, under, at travel underscore expert bit of a mouthful um and then facebook as well the travel expert on on facebook Uh, i'm also sarah slattery you'll see me on on uh, social
0: media under sarah slattery as well that's great sarah thank you so much for being a guest on corporate cam i really appreciate it thanks a million thanks for
1: having me linda cheers
0: thank you for listening to the corporate cam podcast please subscribe leave a nice review it really does make a difference or simply come back and listen to us next time. My name is Linda Monaghan, inspiring you to take that leap from corporate to CAM.